This is the Straight Truth Podcast, biblical answers to difficult questions from a Christian worldview. Well, Pastor Houston, Texas, the context where we serve and where our church is, is uh, often considered the most diverse city in the United States, according to census data, Mm. at least. And so we've even seen in our congregation an increased amount of diversity in the church uh, with people from all over the world that have been coming uh, to the church. And I wonder from your standpoint and also teaching in the Bible, how do you pastor an international congregation? And then as as an aside to this, you know, is that mandated in Scripture? Should a church reflect its international community or those that live around the church building? Yeah. You know, it's interesting, Josh, is we are a very diverse church. People, from, as you said, from all over the world. And, and yet we've never aimed at that. Mm-hmm. It, there was no strategy involved, like, how can we do this? It, it Never even a thought. And I believe that that's really the New Testament picture. I, I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't see an emphasis on trying to create some sort of diversity in the, in the life of the church so much as you deal with each and every person in a way that accords with Scripture. So there's this interesting dynamic I see in the New Testament where ethnicity, cultural differences are acknowledged. Mm-hmm. At times, even a sensitivity is indicated in the text. So I think about Acts 6, and you have the Greek-speaking widows who are being overlooked in the daily distribution. The way they dealt with that situation conveys sensitivity to the uniqueness of the, of the, the way those, those families were feeling. So you, you find that, an acknowledgement of, of cultural differences and ethnicity, even at times a sensitivity to it, but yet in a way that always underscores and exhorts in the light of the fact that it really doesn't matter. <laughs> so, so hand in hand with that, for example, is Galatians 3, 26, talking about our relationship now to the law of God uh, in the new covenant. He says, for as he says, for in Christ Jesus you are all sons of God through faith, for as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There's neither Jew nor Greek, there's neither slave nor free. There's no male and female for you're all one in Christ Jesus. He's obviously not meaning that there's no longer men and women Mm -hmm. or Greeks and Jews or slaves and freemen in that culture. Mm -hmm. Those are all realities, but they're all relatively unimportant because what matters is we've put on Christ. Mm. And that's, that's how we've always sought to do it here is what we're going to emphasizes biblical anthropology. Who are we as men and women made in the image of God, regardless of our skin color, regardless of the country we came from, regardless of the culture we were raised in, because even in the same country, you can have different cultures. Mm -hmm. We've got to emphasize what the Bible emphasizes about us as people. Mm -hmm. And as you do that, as your view of humanity Mm -hmm. is shaped by scripture, and faithful to Scripture, it's amazing how people understand that, believers, mm-hmm. and then begin to function that way. And you have a church full of all kinds of diversity when in, in the most important sense, there's no diversity. Mm-hmm. We're all one in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. There's unity. There's mm-hmm. peace. There's mm-hmm. joy because we see people 
through the eyes of God. And, and that's what we all are to be aiming at. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned that, that um, it's not something we have really aimed at here, and yet the Lord has built up the church. And it, it makes me think of some comments I've heard before. People often will go to like Revelation 4 or 5, every tribe, tongue, nation is represented. Yeah. Before the in, in the throne room of God, everybody's worshiping. Move the end of Revelation, you see this too, and they'll use that as sort of the basis for um, for church ministry or some sort of plan to put together a church. It must have international representation in the elder body or maybe yeah. among the church, and and we're going to do specific things, um, maybe pragmatic measures, even to to bring this kind of congregation together. Do you think that's a good way? To, no. uh, to bring a church together to establish leadership? No, it's a great question. It's a terrible way to do it. Uh, the standards for leadership are set forth in Scripture, and there's no mention of cultural representation. <laughs> is the man qualified or isn't he? And if he is, it does, I, who cares about all the other temporary, temporal distinctions? What matters is who is, who is he as a man of God? That's what matters. And when you, when you think that way, then you're not trying to artificially construct something to encourage something. That's, that's really what's going on. Right. Let, let's, let's construct a leadership group that represents all of us, the entire congregation in terms of ethnicity or culture, and that will encourage diversity in the... No, no, no. Be faithful to the Word of God. The Spirit of God is the one who regenerates. He's the one who teaches believers the Word of God, and He will create, the Spirit of God will create whatever diversity will exist in the life of a church just by virtue of the church being the church. And of course, before the throne of God will be every nation and tongue and all the rest. But isn't that the point? The Lord does that. Mm -hmm. The Lord does that. We Mm -hmm. don't do that. Mm -hmm. And so we have never thought that way. We don't aim at it. We don't strategize over it. We don't give it a second thought. We want all people made in the image of God, all in need of the same Savior, all in need of the same gospel, all in need of the same teaching, and are all the same at the most fundamental level, which we're all human beings. In fact, we've talked about this before, if you just believe the Bible's truth concerning creation, we all come from one man and one woman, don't we? Hmm. We all have the same father and mother. And so when you see people that way, then you, you respond accordingly. And, I, and, and that's in accordance with God's view, the Bible's view of humanity. What would you say to the person who visits the church and, and you have a conversation with them as they're going away and they say, well, we don't think we could you know, continue to attend here because we would be the only, you know, just name it, ethnicity yeah. in this congregation and we're looking for more, um, more people that look like us or that come from the same place as us. I would, I would try to sit down with them, see if they would give me the opportunity to sit down and talk with them and teach them the very things we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. That's what I've always tried to do. I actually think you're, you're seeing yourself in a way that doesn't match the Word of God. Mm-hmm. How should you think as a human being? Mm-hmm. Now, let's acknowledge again, as I said, there's this unique dynamic in the New Testament where, the, where these differences are acknowledged, sometimes even a sensitivity to those differences. So let me give a specific. In our church, we have... We call them ABF classes. Uh, the churches call them Sunday school classes or small groups even. But we have a ministry for Spanish-speaking people here. We have a ministry here for Romanian people. We have Ukrainians here. We have Russians here. That this, this is their mother tongue. This is their, the culture they were brought up in. 
So we do have classes in which they find people who speak their language, their, their mother tongue, etc. So we're not dismissing the idea that there can even be a sense of uh, at-homeness mm-hmm. given those cultural realities. But then we want to think beyond those realities and see the church in its beauty as a, a new humanity. In fact, a new nation, as it were, a new kingdom with one king. And if you, if you teach both of those truths, it's amazing how people get it, believers get it. Mm-hmm. And you begin to, to, to acknowledge the realities, but, but they're not, it's not the transcendent, it's not the most important issue. What's most important is what is true of us in Christ Jesus. We have put on Christ. And that's what we emphasize as, as a local church. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now, Straight Truth is listener supported. So if you'd like to find out ways how you can help us to continue to produce this podcast, you can go to our website and find out ways to do that, straighttruth.net. At that website, you'll also find links to all of our previous episodes and our social media channels. So be sure to check it out. Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingandgrace.org.